A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're a little slow off the mark or not as fired up as usual about your workouts this year, Well, that's not exactly surprising, all things considered. But you don't need us to tell you that regular exercise, what with all its mood-elevating, energy-stabilising powers, is one thing that will help you power through this turbo-bleak midwinter like little else. So how do you jumpstart a fitness regimen that's going to support you in mind and body through this wild time and beyond? In today's episode, we've got one of the world's most loved, lauded and refreshingly real trainers answering this very question. Hello, this is Going For Goal, the women's health podcast, and I'm your host, Roisin Devashokane. The trainer in question is Kelsey Wells, who rose to prominence in fitness circles as power trainer on the Kayla Etzina's founded Sweat app, and now shares her practical yet compassionate approach to strength-based training with her near 3 million strong community of followers. Why we thought she'd be so perfect to come on the pod and share her approach with you all right now, when motivation might be harder to come by and over half of you have told us you're really struggling to go for your goals, is that she's been on a real journey where exercise is concerned. Growing up, she never saw herself as being one of those fit and healthy types, and it was only after a spell of poor mental health drove her to begin taking care of her body that she truly fell in love with fitness. And the rest is history. In today's episode, as well as bringing women's health's fitness writer Morgan Fargo up to speed on that journey, she shares the workout and mindset fundamentals you need to start or reinvigorate a fitness journey. She answers the questions that women's health editors are asked time and again about getting started, when you should train, for how long, what mix of workouts will make you strong without adding too much bulk, what gym equipment is actually worth it, and how do you keep going? So, lots of questions. But the ethos that runs through her answers is so simple. Don't stress the details, just make the time, show up, and, crucially, remember it's not something you can fail. Because, as Kelsey says, for fitness to make over your life, you don't have to make your life all about fitness. Kelsey, welcome to the pod. It is so nice to have you here. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm wonderful. You know, I am so stoked to be on here. So thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, of course. What's life been like for you recently with everything going on? It's been good. You know, myself and my husband and my son are healthy and, you know, we didn't, you know, lose our jobs or lose a loved one. And so I feel extremely fortunate given the global circumstances. So yeah, we're just trying to make the most of things and look for the bright sides and enjoy the time together that we can have. So hundred percent. It has just been such a wild year of spending so much more time at home than we ever have before. Yes. And like you say, <laughs> spending that time with your family, if you can, is so, so fortunate. 
Yeah. One of the biggest things about you is your incredible journey to finding fitness and becoming the person you are today. Can you tell me a little bit about what that looked like and how you found it and now what it means to you? Of course. You know, I kind of grew up thinking that there were two types of people, like normal people like myself, and then those weird healthy people who ran on holidays and ate a lot of vegetables. And I just, I didn't, I had no understanding of what fitness and health really meant and what nutrition was and was for. And, you know, I was in large part the byproduct of diet culture conditioning, which, you know, everyone in our generation and the one prior and even still are kind of being inundated with inadvertently your whole life, right? So I thought of exercise as the ultimate chore. I did it as, I, I solely viewed it as a vehicle tied to my aesthetics or, you know, a punishment if I ate, quote, too much. It was always negative And it was always um, something that I did to change my body because I was unhappy. And, you know, nutrition, I I I thought that healthy eating meant, unfortunately, meant starving myself or doing crazy fad diets. And yeah, I just, I didn't know, you know, and I was completely sedentary. I grew up dancing and then I had to quit my junior year of high school. And after that, there was really no form of exercise or fitness that I enjoyed. And so I was pretty sedentary in my life until I was 24 and I had my son. And at that point, I've spoken about this and I speak about it quite openly because I feel it's very important to normalize, but I was struggling with very severe postnatal anxiety and some depression. And there's a beautiful side to becoming a mom. And that's all very true. And you hear a lot about that, but you don't often hear about how deeply hard and painful and lonely that that can be and how normal that is and how it's okay if you're facing that. Right. So I was struggling and it was a couple months postpartum at a appointment where I filled out a mental health questionnaire and my doctor's very kindly and gently like told me I wasn't okay. And I knew that, but hearing that um, from a healthcare professional kind of shakes you. And my midwife suggested, you know, do I exercise? Like she asked if I exercise regularly and I was like, no, but no offense. What does that have to do with anything? Like I need help. And, you know, we explored some various options, but she thought, exercising could help. Um, and so it was like for the first time in my life, I had started, you know, quote my fitness journey or a new fitness plan many times to give up like about one to three days later. Right. But for the first time in my life, I was exercising out of a place to help myself. I was desperate to help myself instead of out of hate for myself. And I know now looking back that that is the catalyst to what uncovered everything for me into the epiphany of understanding what fitness is for. And now as a fitness professional, like my, I, I'm just on a huge mission to help women empower themselves. But you know, the byline of that for me is to help everyone, but especially women understand that fitness is not for aesthetics. Fitness is about your health and our health is not just our physical health. It's mental and emotional well-being as well. And this was a huge, huge revelation to me. I didn't understand that at all. And so I had, I was not healthy physically, but I was much more unhealthy um, with my internal dialogue, how I viewed myself, how I spoke to myself, how I treated myself. 
and, and in other ways. And way before my body composition started to change visually, I started to feel better. On the one hand, I was able to have a little bit more energy. That massive, you know, weight on my chest that I woke up with every morning was eased just a little. I mean, it wasn't magic. It wasn't like flipping a switch, but it was a tool that I could use to help myself heal. And it was for the first time as an adult woman going from this space where I did not recognize myself in the mirror and there was nothing wrong with how I looked, but there's everything wrong with how I viewed myself. And to a woman where my internal dialogue was incessantly, constantly negative, waking up to the fact that I could change those things and that I could really help myself was um, a lifeline. And I was really lonely. You know, I didn't really confide in anyone, my husband a little bit, but I was scared of adding pressure onto him. And um, and unfortunately, I kept a lot of things to myself. And so using learning how to use fitness as a tool for my own health and self-empowerment saved my life in a very literal way. And so now it's like, I just want to help as many women as possible mm-hmm. understand. Like, I just want to be like, you guys, guess what? Like, this is the magic. Like this, it doesn't have to be what you think. Yeah. I mean, in a nutshell, I began exercising about a year later. I started a social media account because I wanted to forge friendships and I wanted to be that voice and that support for women who were where I had been or where I was at and help each other. I wanted connection. I wanted a place to belong. I was struggling with other personal things at the time and I needed a safe space. And that's what it was. And has, I've always really kept it for myself. Um, I shortly after began, probably actually before I started the social media, began studying to become a certified personal trainer. And I wasn't planning on changing my career at the time. I just was falling in love with fitness. I realized the other career things that I thought I was passionate about. It's like when you find what you really are, other things fall away. And so I just, it was my outlet, my hobby. And I just started educating myself because I felt like I had such a huge basis on, you know, the non-physical scientific side of it. And I wanted to understand how is my body working? What's actually happening? And I wanted to be able to safely continue to train and all those things. So I started my studies, became a professional, started this Instagram, and I guess the rest is history looking back. It's incredible to hear how honest and open you were because it's so easy for me to go online and see a picture of your transformation. And obviously there has been a visual transformation, but it's clearly the Mm -hmm. mental side of it that just is the powerful, powerful stuff. Is that, does that help you when you have women coming to you saying, I want to change my body? Are you able to go to that place with them and say, okay, but it is about your mind first? Absolutely. You know, I think I, I mean, I am right there with you. Like we are all in this together. I truly, truly believe that. And I feel like maybe the reason or one of the reasons that I'm able to connect with women, so many women and help other women connect with each other is not because I'm any better off. It's because I get it. I've been there. And I really feel like it's about helping each other out and helping each other up. And, you know, my whole thing is like helping women remember how to live from a space of self-love because that's what we're made from. Like we are not born hating our bodies. And if you're at a place in your life, especially your adult life, where you think that your your internal voice is one of hate for yourself. It's not your fault, but that's not true. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, self-love is your right. It's the right of every human on the planet, but it's also our responsibility 
to cultivate and come back to that if we arrive at a place in life where we've forgotten how. And to me, that catalyst was fitness. And I believe so deeply just from what I've seen in my professional career and my personal life and those that I love, our, our health is so important and it's just not separate. Like your physical body is not separate from you know what's in your head and what's in your heart. And so they work together and affect each other. And so I think I'm still on that journey. It's not like you check a box. It's like, oh, I love myself. I'm great now. You know, haha, I've arrived. It's like, no, I'm always doing that work to live from a space of positivity and gratitude for my body, for my life, for myself. And the longer you do that, the more natural it becomes. And I feel like the more you come back to yourself. And so vulnerability and being open about my truth and my path as it evolves. And looking back, that's allowed me to connect. And I think vulnerability breeds connection. And we might be from different corners of the world or different walks of life, religions, whatever. But as women and as humans, we have so much in common. Mm. And it's those things that connect us. And so it's terrifying to be vulnerable and open up. It still is hard for me sometimes. But that magic of like true connection and support and love is is why I do it. Like, that's what it's about. If I can help one woman out of the dark places that I've been, that, you know, that's, that's what it, that's what it is for me. A hundred percent. You've actually just reminded me of this quote that I love that said, life is about connection and community and everything else is just extra. And when I think about it and I think about what you've created, I mean, I think it's your authenticity that make people drawn to you, that have people be drawn to you because if I see a trainer and I think, oh, not only are they including me, they see us as the same. You just feel so much more empowered as, as someone at home in your living room. It's it's wild. I've got chills listening oh, to your story, you. honestly. You know what? It, when you say that, it's like, it took me a while to understand and to believe this in myself, but I really feel like one of my favorite things about what I get to do, and see, I write these programs and I create the best tools possible from like an exercise science standpoint. Like I, I truly feel like this is the best to maximize your time and effort spent training. And I'll see someone and nine out of 10 women are beginning for the wrong reasons because they don't really understand their why yet. Right. Everyone's like, what's your why? And I don't think you can, you can really know that in the beginning or really fully understand it. So most women start because they want to change how they look. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Like that's, if that's where you are, it's okay. But every single time I watch as someone begins, especially if they're weight training for the first time and they're scared to death and it's like, how do I do it? Well, you just do it. Right. And you push yourself and you do it and you get into the gym or you use equipment you've never used before and they start to get stronger. And the, I watch them go from self-criticism to confidence and that confidence that you build in your training translates automatically into your life. Fitness doesn't have to be your thing. Like it doesn't, you don't need to spend hours a day training. You really shouldn't unless you're like an Olympian or, you know, that is your profession, but you need to move your body and you need to be active to take care of yourself and to take care of your health. And I promise you that when you do, and if you're mindful about the reasons you're doing it, it will transform your life. It will help you when you love yourself, when you build that foundation of self-love, which you can do through fitness, you, it just enables you to better do whatever it is that you are called to do. 
like all of us have immense purpose in this life. I truly believe that no one is more important or better than another. It is like, we are all called to different things. We all have things that move us and speak to us. And our life paths are incredibly unique and vibrant and caring for yourself just allows you to find yours and to live and to fulfill whatever it is that is your purpose, you know? So it's not about, again, being better than anyone. It's about empowering ourselves and then we empower each other. Empowered women, empower women. It's, it's, it's such a beautiful, like poignant way to put it, I think. A hundred percent. And I think what you said about sometimes feeling nervous to go into the weight area because I remember when I first started going to the weights area I just thought every man in there was watching me yeah. and I was doing it wrong <laughs> and you just feel so self-conscious and you have to go in a couple times and find your feet mm-hmm. and this actually is something we see you know at women's health we're seeing what people are searching for mm-hmm. all the time and some of the most common searches around fitness are the things that we need to put to someone like you who is an expert who's walked the walk and is talking to talk. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue nile.com you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online choose your diamond and setting when you found the one you'll get it delivered right to your door Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Okay, so if, for example, someone wanted to get stronger and has some equipment at home, like some dumbbells, Mm -hmm. how would you suggest they go around building their strength? Building your strength. Um, You need to follow a program that's been written by a fitness professional that is geared towards your goals. I think it is so... Women don't give themselves enough credit for creating the time for movement. If you are prioritizing your well-being and your health and you are creating space in your 24 hours of the day to exercise, you do not need to be worrying about how what to do in that time, right? Like if you have goals, if you want to build strength and you're prioritizing the time to do that, be proud of yourself. But the last thing you need to do is stress about, am I overtraining? Am I undertraining? What muscle group splits? What's progressive overload? Like all of those things. If you're not a fitness professional, you shouldn't need to know that, right? Like choose a program that has been created um, and done all, I've done all the work for you, right? Like when I think of my programs, it's like, okay, if she's making 20 minutes or 50 minutes of time in the day, how can I help her maximize that and reach her goals? I've done the work for you. So be proud of yourself that you're putting in the effort and follow a program that is geared towards that. Because if it's not your profession, you shouldn't need to worry about it, you know? 
I love that. That is the best answer to that question possible. I completely agree. If someone was worried that lifting weights would make them bulky, which I understand is is a genuine concern for a lot of people, especially when you're surrounded by lots of images of of bulkier men in the gym. How would you answer that as a personal trainer and fitness expert? Of course. First of all, it's I get it because I used to think in these patterns, right? But the truth is the women that you might think of your head and think are bulky, that is intentional. That is a sport. Some would even consider it an art. And that takes incredible dedication, consistency, and time specifically training to gain muscle. You are not going to walk in the gym and pick up weights and accidentally bulk up like that. That is something that I mean, takes a lot of dedication and eating a very specific way to complement your very specific training. So it's not, it, it honestly just shouldn't be a concern. And I do want to prep, like, I want to like, you know, put on the end of that weight training is such a phenomenal option for everyday fitness, especially for women. Like I'm so proud to be part of the dialogue, hoping to shift these, um, old, you know, ways of thinking in these views that women absolutely belong in the weight section that, it doesn't yield a certain look, right? Weight training. It's about strengthening yourself. It's about uncovering how strong you already are. It's about taking care of your health. Weight training is one of the only ways that you can improve your bone density. It helps strengthen your posterior chain, which is going to help alleviate or prevent knee issues, back issues, neck issues. It's such a great form of fitness. And it's looking that way is just not a relevant fear, really. How long, we mentioned earlier that you've made programs and plans for people if they've got 20 minutes, if they've got 50 minutes, there's different Mm -hmm. options. But how long would a strength training session be in an ideal situation? Yeah, I think I I do again want to kind of take it to a more macro level and say that the most important thing is that you're exercising consistently in your life. Whatever style works best for you. I think the ideal length of a session is the length that you can fit into your current life and schedule that doesn't completely overwhelm you. Um, to be honest, like my, I don't think there's any need for a, a training program to ever be more than an hour. My power program, which is my gym based program, that takes about 45 to 50 minutes, including your warm up and cool down. And if you're training intentionally and if you're using um, certain techniques and training styles and exercises and doing them in the right way, you don't need to go for hours. Like you, you just don't need to. And I won't get into all the exercise science, but I don't think training for hours a day that just is going to lead to overtraining almost all the time and more injuries. Right. So I think I wouldn't go over that. And then if you have less time than that, it's okay too. Like, I don't want you to feel like, Oh, I can't make progress if we don't have an hour a day. That's absolutely not true. You, I have power at home, which takes 35 to 40 minutes powers your equipment is even less. So depending on the style of training, where you're training, what equipment you're using, what modalities of fitness are involved in that training, you can make progress in a very little amount of time. You mentioned power zero equipment, yeah. which is fascinating because it's a it's a form of strength training that doesn't mm-hmm. require you to have any kit. Mm-hmm. Can you build strength at home without equipment? You absolutely can. It's different. Yeah, to be honest, it's different. If your goal is to build muscle mass, the best way to do that is through weightlifting, right? And through hypertrophy training technically, which is what power is based on. You can absolutely build strength at home though. For example, I like I think people underestimate the power of your body weight. And that's what power zero equipment is based off of. Doing a push-up, that takes immense strength. 
And it's a simple exercise. It's a common exercise, but it is not an easy exercise. And then the variations of pushups that you can do, there's so many different ways to use your own body weight. And when you have correct form and you do that, you can absolutely build and gain strength at home. Amazing. Because I know so many people when gyms shut this year or their studios shut and they lost access to equipment, it was a a real moment of confusion about what they should be doing to keep going towards their goals for sure. If you do have weights at home or you're looking to invest in say some dumbbells or a kettlebell, what are the weights that you should be looking at in terms of how heavy they are? Ooh, you know, it's really going to be individual. So with weight training, all of my programming, but really any hypertrophy based training in general, you're going to want to use the heaviest weight possible with which you can complete all reps in your given sets with correct form. So I know that sounds like a lot, but for example, if I'm wanting you to do a set of 12 bicep curls and you pick up some weights and you do 12 and you could have easily done three to five more, maybe go a little bit heavier. If you need to do a set of 12 and you get to eight and you really can't go anymore, a little bit lighter. And it takes some playing with at first, but then um, you kind of find your area. And then that's how you also know like when it's time to move up, right? Maybe, you know, in a few months time, the weights that you started with are now easy at 12. And so you're going to push yourself a little bit more. So it's very different. And that's why I think if you're going to invest in equipment to be used at home in the home environment, I would very greatly recommend resistance bands, the open-ended kind, not with handles, just because they're the most versatile. Um, And you can really control your resistance just by where you're gripping it. So, Mm -hmm. and also it helps you if you're getting into weight training, not only does it not take up any space, it doesn't weigh anything, right? So it's very easy to transport, to store, but if you're looking into learning how to like do more than body weight stuff, learning how to do a lot of the lifts and the movements with resistance bands first before you're using weights can really help your body understand those patterns of movement and start firing. And you can build a lot of strength there before you get into the weight. So it's, they're a great, great option. Those resistance bands you just mentioned, the long, they're almost like ribbons of elastic. Yeah. I find that I use them so much at the beginning of lockdown. And now that I've got some weights, now I use them for my activation exercises. Yeah. So they keep they mm-hmm. keep being so useful in every part of fitness, which is incredible. And they're much cheaper, yeah. which is also <laughs> yeah. a great win, which is also a big win. In terms of the best time of day to be doing a strength workout, is there a no. particular time? Should people... No. no. Okay. You know, me I more. mean, to, to be honest, the best time of day to train is the time of day that you can do it, that you can consistently fit it into your schedule. It truly... I mean, unless you are a very specific type of athlete training a specific way for a specific goal, it does not matter. If you're making the time to exercise, you should be damn proud of yourself and do not stress on whether it's in the morning or at night. It's when you can do it and, and yeah, be proud of that effort. Does that go the same for whether you should be eating before a strength workout? Yeah. If you're going to do it morning or evening. Yeah. You know, and people will argue this all day long, right? There's so many different opinions and views. It truly doesn't matter. And I know some people might not like that answer, but don't stress. Do not stress. It's stick with it. Stick with it in the way that it works best for you. And yeah. It can be such a vicious cycle in that sense of trying to get everything perfect. And by the time you've got it perfect, you don't have time to work out. No, and people overcomplicate their fitness way too much. I think, I mean, it's, and that's when I see so many women getting overwhelmed where they say, Oh, I quote fell off. And it's like, first of all, you can't fall off or you can't fail your fitness journey because if your fitness journey is about your health, if you're alive, you're on it. 
you literally cannot fail. And when you understand that, it frees you from this mindset of like, it is not a task to be completed. It's not, it's not a sprint, but it's definitely not a marathon either. Like this is not a race. Fitness should literally be looked at and viewed as a tool that can complement and enhance your life. And if you take a break for a month or a week or however long, don't feel bad about it. Where are you right now? What are you going to do today? One simple thing you can do today to care for your health. When you start to feel overwhelmed, just simplify. Move your body. Do it out of gratitude for your body. First and foremost, eat in a way that is going to help you feel your best. Fuel your body so you have energy. And really, really like back off and simplify it when you're feeling overwhelmed. I think that's one of the biggest hangups. And it's, I think it just comes with forgetting what it's really all about in the first place. I think keeping that bigger picture in mind, like you say, that this is a journey that you cannot fail yeah. is such a powerful mindset. It's true. To keep you going. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So we also asked Women's Health Instagram followers some questions that they would like to ask you. Sweet. And we had so many responses. Oh. But a couple of the ones that stuck out were, there were three themes that really came okay. across in pretty much all the questions. The first one, which I think you are possibly the queen to answer, <laughs> is how do you stay consistently motivated when life gets in the way? Because life does. Absolutely it does. And I absolutely don't. And you never will. So, you know, that's, there's kind of two things I want to point out regarding motivation. I used to kind of say in interviews, motivation's not real. And that's not true. But the only real motivation, the only lasting motivation is self-motivation. You can look at pictures, you can read a quote, whatever. That's, that's great. I do that stuff. I use those tools, but at the end of the day, it has to come from you and how, so it's like, okay, great. Well, how do I get that through action? Action precedes the motivation, right? It's not about waiting, sitting around and waiting until you have the time or the energy. You'll never have the time. It's not about having the time. It's about making the time. And how do you get yourself to make the time? The hard truth is we prioritize the things in our life that matter most to us. And unfortunately, we get scrolling mindlessly and we've wasted 15 minutes on social media. Not saying it's always a waste, but you could have taken those 15 minutes and moved your body. So it's about being mindful and exercising action, like exercising your, you know, choice as a human being that I'm going to do this, even though I don't feel like it. And the more often you do that, the more natural it becomes. And then the more motivated you are because you understand all the benefits for you. So it's about the consistency is what matters. And that's going to come through doing it and doing it and doing it even, and especially when you don't feel motivated. And that's going to create that real motivation that comes from you. You've just answered the second question, which is about how to stay consistent. Oh, so that's fantastic. Yeah, you do it anyway. It's like we brush our teeth and it's not like you enjoy or look forward to brushing your teeth. I mean, I don't know, maybe people do, but you just do it because you know, you have to take care of yourself. Like it's important. And that's the same thing with our health and fitness journey. It's like, we just do things I, there are most days where I'm really excited to work out because it's my time. You know, it's like my safe space in the day. I'm so busy and it's like, oh, I love it. But there's so many days also where I don't want to do it, but I do it anyway. So it's just about getting to that space. Absolutely. And then the third thing that we actually found came up quite a lot was people were interested in if your training or nutrition changes, depending on where you are in your cycle. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, for me personally, there's probably one day of the month that it does. And that's just so, so I, so the answer is no, I don't train what, how I'm, or I don't change how I'm training depending on the time of the month or where I am in my cycle. However, I usually have one or two days a month where I have really heavy cramping and it's very uncomfortable. And 
I have found personally, some women need to rest during that time. And it's really individual. Like only, you know, what's best for your body. But I have found for me personally, that when I exercise through that, it actually helps alleviate a lot of those symptoms. So I don't do heavy lifting, but I will either do my power session with lighter weights or I will walk. Love that. And walking is one of those things I think people sometimes forget can be a very easy, accessible way to still get moving without putting such a toll. I think walking Mm. is a super huge, like secret weapon. It's very easy on your body. It's not, you know, doing any harm to your joints. You can do it. Like it's the most, there's more longevity in walking than any other form of fitness. Right. And it definitely counts. That's huge. On a day that you don't have a time or just aren't into it, take a walk and it's huge. Like count it for sure. Walking is great. Absolutely. My mum takes a two-hour walk every day and calls me for walking. (laughs) Dang. I'm proud. Yeah. She loves it. She loves it. Um, and then finally, I think the thing that I am personally most interested in is what are you shooting for in 2021? What are your big goals or projects that are getting you out yeah. there and getting you excited? I think my biggest goal for 2021 is to be present and live from a space of authenticity and self-love. And that's that's my number one goal in life, right? To continually be doing that. I think we've kind of all seen that you can plan so you're blue in the face, but then sometimes life happens, right? So that said, I have um, huge hopes and I'm so excited to be able to travel again and hopefully get back to London as soon as possible. But I miss more than anything else this year, I've really missed the live events, connecting with you know my community in person and that energy that is created when you're working out you know, in a space with other women. It's just incredible. So I'm so excited to get back to be able to doing that. I, of course, will be working on my power programming. I have extensions coming for um, my programs and working hard on that. So, yeah, some other things I can't really talk about yet, but it's it'll be a good good year no matter how it shifts. That's kind of how I'm thinking these days. I love that. It sounds like you're just going to continue to smash it. <laughs> just smash all your well, goals. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Uh, well thank you Kelsey so much for taking the time it's been a real real pleasure and honour to speak to you and hear all about your journey and I'm so sure our listeners think the same oh well honestly I was so honoured to be on the pod I love it and I'm a big fan of you guys and it's always podcasts are my favourite like avenue because I feel like this genuine conversation is you know the best way to talk about this stuff so thank you again so much wisdom in there. I hope you found it as useful as I did. I listened to that on like a dark Wednesday morning and I actually, yeah, I feel ready to give it some later with my workout. So thank you, Kelsey. And thank you, Morgan. Uh, You've been listening to Going For Goal. As ever, if you want to comment on anything that we've raised in the show, get in touch. All the details of how are in the show notes. And remember, if you've got a goal in mind, let us know and we could be helping you get there in an upcoming episode. That's all from us this week but we'll be back next Tuesday. Bye for now and take care of yourselves. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.